double coverage. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man, Sauce. And as you can see, it is a great day, Sauce, to be alive. If you're an NBA fan, especially a Miami Heat fan. I said, Doma, I said, just calm down. I understand. It did take you seven games in the end, but you got the job done. You got the job done, and you're making another finals appearance. And look, I'll just say, congratulations first and foremost. I've how, how, how's, how's this has happened? You know, you look at you look at your roster, and you just go, no, nah, no chance. No, three undrafted know. guys. Three undrafted yeah, guys. Oladipo went down injured. Tyler Hero is injured. Tyler Hero yeah. back for the finals. Series yeah, game three, they reckon. Game three, he's back. That's a big inclusion. That's when we go back home too. So, obviously, first two games are in Denver. Uh, and then first game at home, we should get Tyler Hero back. Interesting. Interesting. We're going to start there, and then we'll just work our way down as we usually do. And whoever jumps in the chat, obviously, come say hello. Give us your thoughts. But that's where we're starting with the NBA. And, like, we clinched this, and I didn't expect it. Like, we finished as the eighth seed after losing to Atlanta. Get in. Beat the Bucks as the one seed. Beat uh, the fifth seed in the Knicks. And now we beat the second seed in the Celtics. And if we beat Denver, we beat the first seed in the West. So there's, there's a case to be made that it could potentially, if – the Heat do win the title, go down as one of the greatest finals victories and one of, one of the greatest postseasons in the history of the game. That's that oh. is a that is a fair call, Dommer. That is beat a the one, two, the five fair. in the East, and beat the one in the in the West. Yeah. And then, like I think Massive. like people need to remember that. Like we, we, it's not like we beat nobody. We beat everybody so far. You beat the best, the some of the best teams. Oh wow! It's just phenomenal, yeah. amazing game today. Like obviously, you know, the, the elephant in the room is you know, Tatum was visibly hurt and got er, er, early uh, in the yeah. piece. But Boston made their run and, and guys tried to step up. But you just once you realise that you could just abuse Jason Tatum and put him in every pick and roll, and you know he was just a liability on defense, unfortunately. But you know you got the job done, and um, it's gonna. Firm to be an interesting series, and oh, no. I'll tell you, I, 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 I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, Domo, I'm, I'm, I'm fearing for one man on your team, one man and one man uh, immensely, and that's Mr. Bearman Abayo. Uh, Jokic just could have it, could actually have a field day. He, he, he might, he might average twenty five, you know, ten and ten comfortably. Well, he's averaging, you know, you know his stats. He's he's averaging something in the postseason like 34, 13, and 10. That's his stats. I'm pretty sure. You look at that up. He's definitely averaging 30 plus. He's averaging a triple double in the postseason, not in the series, in the postseason. This is one of the greatest postseason runs by any individual player you've ever seen. Like you people do I don't think people need to do people can they comprehend that? That what Jokic is doing in this postseason is Unbelievable. Well, Just we spoke about his versatility. Master. We spoke about his versatility as a big man the other night. And uh, whether you agree or not, Jokic can definitely go down as one of the the, be- the best, or if not the best, like big man when it comes to creativity and versatility that's ever played the game. 
Like this is a guy that's won MVPs. He's got his. He's, he didn't have anyone on his roster till Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray came back three quarters of the way through the season, and they were the number one seed. Like I don't think people understand. Like he got Murray back, and it was like, oh, now that's. It's not like he got him back and went, oh, now we have to push to get the number one seed in the West. They were the they were the best team in the comp. Like he's just that good. Like he's just that good. It's unbelievable. Um, it's going to be a tough series. It is. I'm just honestly, I'm so pumped. I'm just pumped for the fact that we got there. All right, because as you know, every week that's gone by, I didn't think we'd beat Boston. Even when we we're three 0 up, I kept saying the series isn't over. The series isn't over, and they got back to a tied series. It went to Game Seven, uh, and then obviously the luck we had in Game Six with the Derek don't, White don't, layup. Don't lie, no, Donald. You serious. were you were going. We're done. You were going. We're done. That's what I'm saying. I, that's what I said. That's what I said. Like I did the whole time. I said we're done. We won't win it, and I keep saying we'll get swept or gentlemen sweep in the next series. And if we end up winning the the title, people will be like, "Oh, you, you had no belief." But I'll turn around and say, "Well, we're champs." So it doesn't really bother me. You you got to think about it this way, ladies and gents. I know you back your team. I support my team, and I want them to win every game. But when you're the eighth seed, all right, you don't expect to be in the finals. This would be the ultimate underdog story and would be, you, as you said, one of the greatest pl- postseason runs of all time. This, 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 this Spolstra is already, already probably, in my opinion, a top 10 coach in the history of the game anyway. So if he wins this title, well, geez, bloody hell. Like what that does for him is just on another level. And... If you don't go for the Miami Heat, you don't act like you don't actually un- understand and fathom the team. Like when LeBron and LeBron left and stuff, we we didn't even bottom out. We finished as the ninth seed, I think, two seasons in a row after he left, and then after that, we'll consistently the six seed, seven seed, and then uh, obviously get all the way into the bubble. What did we finish? Finish fifth seed in the bubble, and we're consistently been making playoffs post LeBron and the team hasn't been as strong some years, but he's made things work. And it's just his style of basketball is just unbelievable. So credit to him. I know we've got guys like Jimmy Butler who stood up and undrafted guy like uh, Caleb Martin who put on a clinic, you know, like he was the guy. And as you said to me, Source, before we jumped on, arguably could have been the MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals. Could have, yep. You got four of the nine votes. Just dominated. So that's the story. Yes. Uh, I'll say hello to everyone. Adam, welcome. I uh, said, hope you get over the nugs. I would like that too. be nice. Uh, Dan says, where's the prime? I don't know. Fuck prime. Yeah, there you go. Uh, how you going, Maddie? Uh, special mention to Tatum. Got injured today. Yep. Hero expected to return. Yes. Game three. Uh, Matty says, would the Joker beat Shaq with his outside passing game? He'd give Shaq a bath if it came to like Shaq having to defend him on the perimeter. <laughs> like with his passing, he'd destroy him. He would. Like, yeah. Uh, Adam says, Miami lost the plane. Yes, they did. That, that That's what I mean. They lost the plane, became the eighth seed, had to play the one seed, beat the one seed, had to play the fifth seed, beat the fifth, fifth seed, and then... They had to play the second seed, beat the second seed. And now they've got to play the one seed in the West. And if they win that, then 
like like it's it's stuff like this or guys like Jimmy Butler, you know what I mean? Because he's had a good pro season. Yeah, he struggled in this series, but he's had a great pro season overall. Bro, he wins this title, he goes down as an all-time great, straight up. Yeah, he does. With the run, all-time great. I'm not saying top 10 player of all time. Relax, ladies and gents, you'll listen to this. But an all-time great. People just remember, you'll you'll talk about, you'll say 2023, Miami Heat won the title, and the first thing you'll say is, oh, I saw the greatest run. This is is Jimmy Butler's Nowitzki run. This is his Nowitzki right here. This is his opportunity, you know what I mean? He's already been there once. Is he get there that second time? Can he get the job done? I'm telling you what, he's gonna to have to average he's gonna to have to average 38 and 5. I'm telling you for you guys. He can't he can't be pass he can't be passive like he was in those, you know. He's gonna be aggressive the whole time. He's gonna be aggressive to shoot. He made he's a great be, adjustment yeah. today, and the commentators were saying it was, you know, he wasn't going with the he was going in there a lot of times, sometimes going with the pump fake. He was just going up and getting into a rhythm in his shot. I feel like he needs to add that to his game and, and, and change that up and, and, and understand the moment. Um, I feel like he could still be even more aggressive. But um, Bam Adebayo has got to step up. You're like, you, you need him. You can't, you, you know, he's already up against it because he's got to guard Jokic. But you, you can't, he's got to contribute. He can't be like he was today. I mean, he was, it was, you know, he was getting Derek, they were switching Derek White on Bam Adebayo and, and he wasn't making him pay, which is just, you know, you can't allow that to happen. Um as you say, so, sauce, it should be, should be barbecue chicken when that barbecue happens. Barbecue chicken. It should be barbecue chicken. And it wasn't. Chicken. He was settling for Joel Embiid uh, jump shots on Derek White. Like, you can't be doing that. But you can't be doing that. Sorry. Like, he did struggle, but it is what it is. Hopefully, his defense is there. And hopefully, his defense that he plays on Giannis as the Giannis stopper, it can hopefully be the, the Joker stopper and help the Heat. Like, but... Prediction, source, in all honesty, I know it's my side. I want them to win, but I think potentially 5-1. I think Denver is just that good. I'm going I'm going Denver 4-3. You reckon it's going to go to 7? I'm saying it's going to 7. I, I actually think Miami can win some games off Denver. Don't, don't, look. If it goes to day, 7, I'll, if it goes to 7, Doma, Doma, it's a Doma, fucking Doma. coaching masterclass. All I'm saying, you've got Eric Spolstra, very good team. Your your deep, it's not like your defense is bad. Your defense is one of the best defenses in that the defense league. Defense is good, yeah. Right. So you play good defense. So that's going to keep you in games. You've got guys you can make plays. You've got shooters. At the end of the day, it's the finals. This is the most pressure that a lot of these guys will the Michael Porter Juniors be able to step up? Will the Aaron Gordons be able to step up? Jamal Murray and Jokic, I expect them to, to get theirs. Like, I expect they're, they're great players. But are the others, are the role players, because five, there's five guys on the team, you know, that you, I mean, seven, eight guys in the rotation. But you need guys to stand up. You need guys to, to have those impact games where, you know, guys break out and score 20 points or 25 points in a game that might be on the road, that might be in a game at home where Jamal Murray's struggling, his shot's not falling. So you need another guy to come up and score you 25, maybe 30 points that night. Are they going to be able to have those guys do it? I think, you know, there's going to be times where they struggle. And that's where I think, you know, it's going to be a tussle back and forth. And I could see it going seven. I'm just going to say seven because I want to see a seven-game series. Oh, I'd love to see seven. That'd, right? be, That'd be great. I'll have a heart uh, attack. I, I think seven, it really anyway. – I'll give you guys comfortably, I think you'll actually win two games. 
Yeah, so, I'll take it. I'll take it, Tors. I'm nervous, but super excited for it at the same time. When, I just feel when you, when they won't make the same yeah. mistake as the Lakers. In those times yes, where they get yes, close in those fourth yeah. quarter, they're not going to settle for fucking jump shots. They're going to go to the ring. Jimmy yeah. Buckets, you know he's going to go to the ring. That's why he does. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's what you have to do. You have to put pressure. Because let's be honest, as good as Jokic is, defensively and as a shot blocker, he's not that good. And if you can get him in foul you, trouble, yeah. You, exactly. You have to attack him. You have to get him in foul trouble. So he has to sit. And unfortunately, you know, maybe that's going to allow you to get into some games. So, look, plus there's also the old theory that, you know, the NBA wants a bit of more money, money. So especially when Scott Foster or a few of these referees are reffing a few games, you might get a couple of favorable calls and uh, a few extra free throws in the, a couple of games because they want these to go to at least six games. Uh, for money purposes and, uh, yeah, obviously a lot more revenue. So let's be honest. I think it will go to six at least. Well, it'll be nice. Like I said, nervous, super excited, and I didn't expect that my team would be in this situation. Let's let's be honest. I didn't expect it. So if we win at Source, it's just party time. It's just party time. You can say you're a champion for a whole season. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll wait and see what happens. That begins on Be Friday, massive. game one here, Source. Game one, Friday. So I think it's Friday morning. I think it's 10.30, I think, or 11 o'clock. I'll be, I'll, so. be, I'll, be, I'll be watching it, mate. Don't you worry about that. So how soon do you reckon we are going to be letting Missoula go? Well, well, do we want to get into this quickly before, before we move on? Source, did you want to just... Bring it. Bring up some stats on Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown and their turnovers yeah, again this year. Yeah, they're not being very good. They're, yeah. So the problem is them. Even through this so playoff run, they've, they've, can, they've turned you, over the ball quite a bit. You can you can blame bloody Jalen Brown had eight turnovers today. <laughs> you can you can blame the coach as much as you want, but it's not the coach's fault. It's the same core unit that were there that lost last year in the finals. It's the same core unit again this year that lost in the Eastern Conference finals. It's the same core unit the year before. Same core unit the year before that. Same core unit the year before that. So sorry. So uh, uh, look, 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 look. I'll Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon, six man of the year, laid an egg the whole series. He was terrible. Laid an egg. Terrible. He was shit. He was actually I think shit. I had him to score two two points in the same game multi today, and he couldn't even do like, that. Even though he was terrible, like <laughs> I'm just—I know Jason Tatum went down. He was hurt, and I get all that stuff. Yeah, I get all that stuff. Completely understand it. Yeah, and it was valiant for him to play on and do whatever he did. That's good. Like I get that, but I tell you what—if there's two guys in the league that get a massive pass, it is the two stars in Boston. They always get a pass, always, and they've been mediocre for like four seasons. When it comes to the pro season, so it's all good. You can shoot fifty-one in a game. That's good, yeah. But when your turnovers are over fifty plus, like that's not helping your team. Like there has to be a better way to do it. So, yeah, Brogdon was supposedly playing with a tendon injury. It's the playoffs. I don't know. Anyway. Nah, look, at the end of the day... I, I think they blow that up now, enough. man. 
they blow that up. That team gets yeah. We'll talk about it when it gets the off. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say they blow it up. But no, I, I reckon the like, key yeah, piece do... will get moved. Whether it's Brown or Smart, they're keeping Tatum. Let's be honest. They're yeah, keeping Tatum. Tatum's not going anywhere. But Brown, I think Brown... Brown or Smart is gone. Like, I think personally. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, we're not here to talk oh. about Celtics. They're out. So it's all about the Heat and the Nuggets now. So it is what it is. I'm hoping for a Heat victory for you, Donna. I'd like one too. All right, let's move on. EPL source. Season is done and dusted. Who uh, saved themselves from relegation, Donna? That's what I want to know. We know what Everton. happened up top. Evident. We'll go to the stand. Oh, damn it. They've stayed up. They've stayed. Uh, th- that's honestly, that's good for the prem. I'm not going to lie. We don't. Need, we um, don't need the results, mate. We just need the final standings, who, as Saucy said. Yeah, bring it up. Bring it up. Who, who, who's gone down? What? What's? What's the? Uh... Uh, mate, you're going to be shattered on one team that's gone down. Oh no! Oh, you're no. going to be shattered. Your second team is gone. Oh no! Oh no! They didn't save themselves. No, they're gone. Your second team's Shit. gone. Relegation, Southampton, Leeds, and Leicester, gone. So oh, Leicester, bang. Mate, they just won the Premier League seven years ago, six years ago. Yeah, they're gone. Oh, no. Evidence wow, survives. Where did it go so wrong for Leicester? Nottingham survives. Bournemouth survives. Oh, wow. Up Chelsea the top. Chelsea Wow. This shit. City, Arsenal, United, Newcastle, all with Premier, uh, with Champions League, uh, Europa League. Yeah. All the Europa League Liverpool fans. And then promotion for the Europa League is Aston Villa qualification. So, And uh, who's coming up into the Premier League? Uh, Luton Town, I'm pretty I sure. I know Luton Town. I know I've Championship. seen that one. Let's go. Luton Town. Let's go over here and have a look. Luton Town. They were going absolutely off their rocker. Which is elite. All right, let's have a look. Standings. We'll see who got relegated out. in the championship as well. Here's the playoff. Oh, what's going on? So Luton goes up. So that's in the in the playoffs. Obviously, that's for the last spot, isn't it? Source usually. Yep. That's yep. how it works. So Burnley goes up, Sheffield United go up, and Luton go up. So Sheffield United and Burnley back in the Premier League. Middlesbrough miss out. Relegation. Reading, Blackpool, and Wigan. Gone. Gone. So there you go. All right. There we go. And around the grounds, around the around the European leagues, what's the latest, Thomas? Well, of course. Let's let's just have a look at some of these ladders, are huh? should should we? Have a look. We know PSG is league on the greatest league he's... on the planet. Four points. There's only four points, Source. I know, Lens, they put up a great fight. Uh, we had La Liga. La Liga. I believe it was Barcelona won this it one. It was Barca. A bit of a runaway in the end. Yeah, they, Barca, uh... 11 points. Great win for them. Uh, relegation, Valladolid, Espanol, and Alke gone. What else we got? Uh, Serie A. We'll get to the the big one at the end. Oh no! Which was, was absolutely, was absolutely shattered. I was shattered. 
City are champions, as we know. They've been champions for about a month. Napoli win it by 16 points. Then we've got Lazio, Inter, and AC all making champions. I think there's, one more, ga- I think there's one more game remaining. Uh, there is, I'm sure. Well, AC Milan made the Champions League because uh, Juventus copped another 10-point deduction. So. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so we'll take that. That's that's elite. Uh, Verona, Cremonese, and Sampdoria relegated. Oh, no. 19 points for the whole season. Terrible. Yeah, not great, is it? Uh, and then the last one, Source, the Bundesliga. We spoke about oh. it. We pumped it up. We pumped it the up. The coach started the Jude Bellingham on the freaking bench. I know. It's rigged. It's got to be rigged, surely. So these were the games. Uh, Cologne, Bayern. Bayern won the game. So as we spoke about last week, if Bayern was to win, Dortmund had to win. Uh, The Dortmund game was still going on against Mines once the Bayern game had finished. They were 2-0 down, Dortmund. I know. Within 20 minutes. Within Within the first 20 minutes. Clicked on the game. They missed a penalty as well. Haller missed a penalty. There it is. So they cop one in the 15th. They missed a penalty in the 19th. They cop one in the 24th minute. And then they scored in the 69th minute and the 96th minute. Imagine if Haller scored that penalty source and they won it in the 96th minute, the championship. It was set, uh, set up there for him. What is the team source? Is it... Which team's owned by Aussies in Italy? Is it Parma? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Or something. I can't remember who it is. So there you go. Uh, job done by Bayern Munich once again. Too good. Too oh, good. Shattered. Absolutely shattered. Really shattered. So done and dusted there. Uh, Premier League done. Every league's done. Soccer's off the pod for a bit. Uh, obviously, we'll follow some of the the trades and stuff, oh, well, free agency and movement and all that type of stuff. Uh, but let's get on to, of course, the nation sport, mate, which is AFL. Because as Source mentioned, he said that he saw some upsets happening this week and there was upsets everywhere. Everywhere. I did say there was oh, – Just it, like you think it's going to be an easy week and I was just like, oh, I don't reckon so. There was upsets right. literally everywhere. If it wants to load, I can – all right, let's get to round 11, obviously pre-buy. The last round before the buy. Uh, no surprise here, Source. Friday night football. Swans beat the Blues. They're shocking. They're struggling big time. 26 points. They get done. Um, I don't know. What can we say? Apart from we said that they played nobody, and when they played somebody, they couldn't, they can't beat them. So, can I, can I just, um, you know, someone was giving me absolute shit two years ago when we, when we, um, we, we snuck into finals and we made the eighth spot, and um, he was Carlton supporter, and he said, oh, you know, you guys had the easiest draw, you had the easiest draw. I said, no, well, at the end of the day, we still have to win the games to, to get into finals. That's fine. We had the easiest draw, what you consider an easy draw, right? Um, and, you know, he, I think he was saying, you know, he was saying at the time, you know, oh, our, our list is, is much better than yours or um, whatever. And, like, you know, I probably would have had to agree a tiny bit. But, you know, I, I'm coming around. I'm going, well, is it 
is it really that much better? I mean, you know, here, here we are again, Carlton. I mean, they, they, they started like a house on fire last season, and then they dwindled at the end. They've started half decent, you know, but not very good. Now they're dwindling. And it's middle part of the season. You know, the time's are getting tough. Where where is it going to be? The Dons versus uh, Carlton, uh, not uh, this week. We've got your mob, but the following week, big Sunday night fixture uh, leading into uh, the King's birthday uh, on the Monday. And um, I mean, it's gonna it forms out to be an absolute cracker. I, you know, it's it's got me pondering. You know, where are they actually at, Carlton? Where where are they at? Because you know, their their fans you know, believe that they should be inside the top six. That's that's where they should be. I reckon one of their fans reckon they're top four. They're celebrating. So Carlton fans out there, let us let us know. Let us know. What what do you what do you I think? I've got to watch Blue thinking? Abroad this week. What do you think? Because I'll tell you what the, the lads down at Blue Abroad, they are not happy. Not happy. Might have to go watch the fan cam. And, um, After the game, of, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of getting some tickets to the big Sunday night clash. So, well, I've got the I've got the hookup with the MCC member from from uh, so, oh, yeah. that we oh, the that cut, we know yeah, the cotton game, yeah, yeah. Thomas, so we might be able to get some nice guest passes. Oh, never be been nice. in there. I've never been in there in my life. I've been so there. Be Don't worry. It's very experience. nice. It's very nice. It's a great it's, experience. Um, I've never very been. Nice. So I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, Adam said, I'd rather be a North supporter than a Carlton supporter. Well, I would too, considering we almost beat them on Good Friday. So that just shows you where they were at. That was the the writing on the wall. They drew to Richmond. They almost lost to North. They beat Geelong, who was struggling. Struggling. And everyone thought it was done and dusted. Anyway, let's move on uh, to the team that we think is a bit overhyped, and that's uh, the Saints. They got done by 10 points against the Hawks. Uh, it was 28 scoring shots to 18 in this, mind you. The Hawks could have won this by a lot more. Uh, Sicily had an absolute blinder. 40 yeah, positive. He, he dominated. 16 he dominated. marks. 16 marks. He was very, very good. Uh, welcome, Killed James. It. He would have uh, scored a 200 on Supercoach, surely. No, he didn't. He didn't. Matty Tabe said, go the Crows. Uh, Matty Cams, you're the boy. He's been a while. How are you, Slappers? How are you, man? Good, mate. We miss you, uh, as always. Uh, Next game up, Melbourne versus Frio. Seven-point winners for the Dockers. So they get the upset at the G over the Ds. Which is, that's... That was the that was the know, second. Well, I'm, I'm second a bit nervous upset. about a bit nervous about my uh, Melbourne prediction for preseason for the premiership. I, I I don't know. I don't know what to think of them. Well, you know how it's not a game you should be losing to Fremantle at the G. They were, they were struggling a bit, mate. And so it's like that was the second the second upset of Saturday. Obviously, the Hawks get the job done first. Freo beat Melbourne here, which they beat them a year ago here in Melbourne as well. So, the Dockers. The next one was another upset, and that was the Giants defeating the Cats at GMHBA, which you said was a big possibility. I said they they could definitely win this game, but I'm only picking Geelong because it's in Geelong. That was literally the words that came out of my mouth. I mean, they just got the job done. It's seven points in the end. It was a close game. It was a very, very close game. Um, 
But great win for GWS. And you know what? Um, where are they here? The Giants. You know, they're sitting in 14th uh, posse. But I will just say this. The Giants are the team that if you are having a bit of an off game or if you're oh, yeah. in a, a bit of a, a bad run of form, you do not want to come up against them. I understand that, you know, as, as Essendon supporter, we, we beat them uh, at Marvel. We played them earlier in the season. Um, but they, I feel like they're putting a bit of form together. And I wouldn't be surprised that they might make a little run there. I mean, they're, you know, They've won four, lost seven. If they win, it, you know, they could pinch a few more games than the teams around them. Um, and they are only two games out of the eight. So I wouldn't say that it's without the realms of possibility that they could potentially make the eight. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, if they can, you know, win put performances like that, win games like that, they can definitely beat some of the other teams that are just around them in, uh, in the ladder. For sure. I agree. Um, we had the, uh, the Suns then defeating the Bulldogs by seven points. The Bulldogs had the run of the green at the start of this, and then they just botched it. Uh, then we had your Bombrays upsetting uh, upsetting the West Coast Eagles in Perth by 50. Bit of an upset there against the bye. Uh, don't need to get into that game because you were too good. They stink, West Coast. Uh, Richmond get done against Port Adelaide. No surprises there. Uh, the Pies defeat the Kangas by 35. Um, I'll be honest, I was actually impressed with North. They played the same brand of football that we played in the first couple of weeks, and we we looked okay in patches. So it's good. Rats at the helm, mate. Rats at the helm. And breaking news to Source, live on double coverage. Press conference at 7.45 p.m., which is 10 minutes ago. It should be live right now. Charges against Clark O'Fagan and Burt have been dropped. The accusers will deal directly with the AFL. So there you go. That drama and saga is done and dusted. So all sorted. And the last game of the round was the Crows defeating the Lions by 17 points, 95 to 78. Called it. After I think you went, you went Brisbane, didn't you? No, you went Brisbane. Oh, did I? Oh, no, I went Brisbane. Fuck. Told you. What a lemon. Yeah! I think I've got another tip on you. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Just just start thinking of whatever I need to get you, mate, because I'm cooked. All right, let's get to this week's uh, tips, and then we'll look at the ladder quickly. Here we go, the Friday night blockbuster. This is the first of the buy rounds, but we have... Melbourne versus Carlton. Yeah, D's Carlton. Sorry, I got. I'm going Melbourne. Let me just uh, Melbourne. I'm also going Melbourne. Port Adelaide Hawthorne in Adelaide. Port Adelaide. They've won eight in a row, Doma. They must be yep. doing something right. Yep. Eagles Collingwood. Pies. Dogs Cats Marvel. Ooh, this is a tough tip. This one. Dogs, dogs. Bounce back. They'll bounce back. Geelong will still yeah. a lot of injuries, man. Yeah, injuries, I'll go dog. Uh, Suns, Crows. Oh, this is the this is the this is the tip here. This is the tip. Um, I'm gonna go. Oh, I don't know. 
I'm going to go Adelaide. Don't don't know why. It's I know it's up there, but I'm just going to go Ooh. Adelaide. I'm giving you one here. I'm giving you one. No, I'm going Crows. He's going Crows too. Yeah. Uh, GWS Richmond. Uh, I'm going to go uh, G, GWS, but I feel like Richmond could win this game. This is the game. And Essendon North at Marvel. I'm going to back the bomb brains. I'm going to the game. You're going to the game. It's going to be North. Big. I'll tip North this week. He's tipping North. He's tipping Here we North. go. Here oh, we go. Typical of fashion. We we are your bogey side. We have yeah, we are. You are dominated you guys for many years, yeah. like how Richmond had dominated us for many years. Um, but good luck on the weekend, Tom. Good luck. Yeah, you that. too, mate. Fuck Essendon. All right, let's uh, get to the ladder. <laughs> let's get to the ladder. Uh, we've got the Pies on top, followed by Port and Brisbane, and the D's rounding out the top four. Uh, Saints, Dogs, Crows, and Essendon rounding out the top eight. Then we've got Freo in ninth, Geelong in 10th, Sydney and Gold Coast 11th and 12th. There's the blue bag is on in 13th. Then we have GWS, Richmond, Hawthorne, and then the bottom two are North Melbourne and West Coast. So yeah, go, Dom, Dom, let me ask you a question. Like, honestly, you know, stop, mm. just go back to that top eight. Like, mm-hmm. by what, the buy rounds, did you think, like, Teams like St Kilda, Adelaide Crows, Essendon would be in the top eight. No, well, it's it's turning out to be an interesting, interesting season. Let me tell you, and there is definitely you know two standout sides, and that is Port Adelaide and Collingwood at the moment. Uh, they are definitely the standout sides. And look, I, I, I won't ride into the, to the Port Adelaide hype just yet. I do really like Collingwood and the way that they play, and I think their brand of footy stands up to the test of. Um, you know, the riggers that would be finals football. But, yeah, Port Adelaide are putting a very, very good season together and, and they cannot be dismissed. Um, and Brisbane, Melbourne, I don't quite believe in them. St Kilda, I've told you, they're rubbish. Um, and then outside of that, I don't know. I think I think it's a bit tough to make a case for anyone else, Tomer, to win the premiership, I'll be honest with you. Yep. I At this point in time. There you go. If you can see in the bottom right-hand corner, there you go. AFL on Hawks probe right there. you got Gilligan. Live. To Watch it on afl.com.au like if you want. Uh, after last year, surely Adelaide gets a top eight justification. Hopefully. Uh, global Hopefully. welcome. Good to have if you. If you are, you, their game on the weekend is where to start, uh, yep. Matty. Definitely game. a must-win game. Must-win game away from home. To you know, they, These are the, the games you need a pinch to, to, to get your 13, 14 wins that's going to secure your top eight berth. Definitely. All right, so let's move on. Let's get into some F1. And, of course, we had Monaco uh, this week. Um, there's, there's no surprises here, ladies and gents. There's no surprises. The only the only surprise is that it was dry and then went to wet. And some, some of the cars... The exact well, too. It, yeah, some, yeah, some of the cars, you know, forgot to pit one lap earlier and it was literally like they were on ice skates out there saucy and i if you watch off the grid we're pissing ourselves laughing we're laughing we're like these guys are lemons yeah we're like these guys are lemons they were literally just sliding like completely it was so dangerous i know we shouldn't laugh but they should have pitted they chose not to so it was just hilarious and the most exciting thing that happened on this stream was an earthquake no shit. Literally. Was, <laughs> we were live streaming and an no earthquake happened. That was the most exciting thing that happened on this podcast, on this stream. 
there was an earthquake live and Sauce and I reacted to it. That was <laughs> honest to God. Other than that, it was Verstappen <laughs> leading from start to finish. He won by 28 seconds good. in the end, didn't he, Doma? Yeah. I did say he'd win by 30, so I was very, very close um, to picking the exact margin of, of seconds he would dominate by. And it was an absolute procession. Absolute he procession. He was so good. Um, it was him followed by Alonso in second and Ocon on the podium, which is fantastic for him and Alpine. Then the two Mercedes in fourth and fifth. Then Leclerc in sixth. Gasly, uh, Ocon's partner in crime in seventh. Signs in eighth. Norris in ninth. And we always like to look where the Aussie, the resident Aussie driver is. And that was Oscar Piastri. And he was in the points in 10th. In the points. Very nice. So good on him. Good on him. Yeah, we might have to make that a TikTok video, actually, when the earthquake hit. Yeah, it was just uh, <laughs> it was very... Uh, we'll clip it. We'll clip it. Yeah, it was, well, uncalled for, I think, is definitely the word. Anyway, next week, or this week, Sunday, 11 p.m., Circuit de Barcelona, Catalunya. We have the Spanish Grand Prix, which Max Verstappen will also win again. So tune in to watch that one. <laughs> to watch him as he uh, is on his tour towards, well, his celebration tour at the moment, towards winning his third straight world championship. So back to uh, back to back. Matt said, did Saucy dive under the table? No, nah, mate, it's Australia. We don't need to dive under the table here, mate. We just, we just Not brace yet. and Not cop yet. him. Not yet. Not yet. Right. It's, it's Might just... get there one day. Yep. When it gets when the planet's up 1.5 degrees, mate, you better run for run for cover. I'm telling you, you run for cover because that's when shit hits the fan. We're all done. But before I do finish that, sorry, before I, I brought up something on the on the show at the well at the start of the show on off the grid, and I was talking about Monaco, and I said it's my favorite favorite track in terms of like scenery and stuff and source agreed he's like yep and i said to source unpopular opinion it's probably the worst track on the calendar there's no excitement in it when it rains it got yeah. it got exciting because it rained funnily enough source funnily enough you must have been listening to me you must have had the live stream on while the race was happening because max Verstappen was dominating that much he wasn't even paying attention to his own his own team. But Christian Horner said, if anybody came up with this track now and presented it, there is no way we'd race here at Monaco. Yeah. He's on the money. He's actually on the money. He's on the only because it's been there for so long. It's history. It's like this history behind it and stuff. So anyone in the chat, anyone that listens, uh, tell us how you feel about it. But, I love it. Like I said, it's my favorite track, but for the nostalgia, not for racing. It's not. The cars are too good to be racing on that track now. So there you go. Christian Horner all over it. Uh, wasn't an earthquake. Murray, the card father, just fell over. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, Maddie says, agreed, you need overtaking opportunity on a racetrack. Yes. Yeah. Or a safety car or a red flag. That's what you need at Monaco. Safety car, red flag, and rain. Whereas you start on pole, you pretty much could finish in pole, especially when you're Max Verstappen. 
All right, so moving on. Uh, oh, that's not a bad shout. That's where they have the MotoGP. F1 should go to the Isle of Man track. Interesting. Not a bad shout. All right, Sauce, over to you for some UFC. Yes, Thomas, UFC, um, obviously, as you know, um, there wasn't a card o- over the past weekend, so there's, there's nothing to really uh, review. But we will have a look at the upcoming card and preview that. And uh, We have someone. We, predictions. And we, we also have some other news. Yes. But before we do that, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, this segment is sponsored by Roll Clean Soap, the best damn soap in the business. The Aussie Grappler soap in hands there. I just cracked open the original, the original soap. I cracked open that one the other day because my bar ran out. It's good. It's nice. Very, I'm, very I'm, nice. Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, I've run out of bars. Hey, you've run out so of bars. You've, so what, you've eaten too many, have you? I've eaten too many. That's why <laughs> I'm left down to the hand soaps and the bath bombs. There you go. You got to give the bath bomb. They're nice. Uh, you're telling you, you come out smelling absolutely. I will. Beautiful. Don't worry, mate. You know, you know when you have a hard day out there on the sports field, you just get in. Just drop. You the want the magnesium in. ones, mate? Don't you worry about that. They get that the muscles and oh, got the, absolutely got this the wrong way. soothing, fresh, soothing, fresh. Roll Clean is a proud, proud family Australian-run business. It is made from 100% natural ingredients and helps keep you clean on and off the mats. Don't be the smelly guy at the gym. Walk in with confidence with Roll Clean Soap and destroy the competition. Roll Clean offers a wide range of products targeting assisting post-training recovery. Our magnesium bath salts, bath bombs, boost balm can help ease those aches and pains after a hard training session. Roll Clean offers many soap varieties to choose from. Just visit www.rollclean.com. Dot au. We'll hit them up on social at Roll Clean. Roll Clean, we've got your back. And you know, first we'll just go off the top of the show, then we'll preview into the issue. You know who's back? Who back we have, and that was Pooh Bear, who we talked about on the show last week in the XFC, which is the local circuit MMA in South Australia, where Roll Clean originates and has grown from, and he's a sponsor of the man Pooh Bear, Damien Voller. And he got the chocolates over the weekend. Uh, and Boom. We, he's uh, got the job done in 87 seconds or 89 seconds. Knocked out. Good night. See you later. TKO. Thanks for coming. Uh, and on to the next one. He's the light, have, light. He's the lightweight champion, I believe. Lightweight champion. So, bang. Congrats, big Damien Voller, Pooh Bear. Uh, obviously, friend of the show. And... Uh, Obviously, friend of ours from Roll Clean. We've got your back, and uh, I tell you what, you probably don't need us to have your back, but we'll gladly take your. You can have our back. You can have our Tony, back. Mate. Tony Bellew will call, call you out again. We will take you now. <laughs> oh, we'll beat the living shit out of you. <laughs> well, we won't, uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> Damo said it. It was his quote. We brought it up. He said, "Don't worry about round four and five. We won't be seeing them." I I loved it. I loved it. And you didn't see him. You didn't see who he fought against. I don't want. I don't want to badmouth the guy that he fought, Hogan, because you know what? He's in the country. So we just got to be careful. No, no, props, no, Hogan. No, no, props Obviously, you know anyone that gets into that into the ring of any sport, any combat sport. 
fucking balls, man. A lot of balls. 100%. Uh, and a lot I of could never do it, man. I could never do it. Serious, so you guys are, serious uh, goal on any person that, that, that does. You guys are, so, you know, serious competitors, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys are serious competitors. Adam says uh, the roll clean had him so smooth. The lunches just ro- the punches just rolled straight off of him. That's Mate, it, you should all be on the roll clean. Dan says I need some soap. There it is, twenty percent off. Order at checkout. Use double coverage. Or they got a twenty five percent off. No, I think I'm they got twenty five percent at the moment, moment, ladies and gentlemen. So, so go on that. And Dan, you've got a beard. Here you go, Dan. You've got a beard. Look, there's some beard oil as well. Don't worry. Made with natural ingredients, essential oils. Right None of that. Uh, after whatever everyone. it says on the back of the bottle, pornathium, clothermine, whatever, hoxine, F51365 agent, adding agent, whatever the hell that they put on the uh, ones in the supermarket. Oh. None of that rubbish, mate. Oh. None of that rubbish. <laughs> Jay. Hi, all. Hello, Jay. Hope everyone's having a great week. Welcome. You've come at the perfect time. It's like perfect time. You know when Hobby Talk is coming. Uh, Got some good things gonna... to talk about. We'll get we're there in a second. There. But let's quickly preview the card. We have USC Fight Night, Cara Francis against Amir Albazi, who looks like an absolute uh, fighter who's 16 and 1 against coming up against Kai Cara Francis in the flyweight division. Uh, it's going to be a massive, massive card. That's this weekend. Kicks off from 11 a.m. Uh, the co-main event is Alex Ceres against Daniel Pineda. Uh, then uh, any other notable ones on the bout, I believe Jamie Malaki is fighting, but his fighter has pulled out, which was, was Guram Kudzaladze, who's pulled out from the fight, and I believe he's getting a replacement fighter. So I don't know exactly who that is, but that was the word that I read today. So there is an Aussie on the card. So make sure you check it out. It kicks off from 11 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Prelim card kicks off from 8 a.m. Check your local guides uh, for any times that may be relevant for you. And uh, that is MMA and UFC done for another week, Tom. And on that note, over to Hobby Talk, brought to you by Platinum Standard Grading. to the crew at Platinum Standard Grading. I don't know what's happened there. Anyway, we're back. Uh, Jay says, <laughs> forget Kurt's, Kurt's card care. Use <laughs> use roll clean oil on your cards. There you go. Well, they can't detect it down there at PSA and, and the grading company, so it wouldn't matter, mate. They if that you know, if that you know, they keep telling us that they can. They can't they can, tell can't. shit. Anyway, before we get into the two things, and Saucy's got a list of things he wants to talk about, all right? We yes, have to give do. props to someone, all right? There's always someone we give props to on this show, all right? And he's a good friend of this show, and he was down – well, he was down here in Melbourne, all right? First and foremost, his two new signings. Yeah, we're talking about Mr. Tyson Beck, 
Obviously, Alex Pereira. There you go. And see him sign the cards. You might be able to get a sneak peek. If we can, uh, we can see him there. Obviously, you can't get the best look. You can see the back of this card. There you go. See, everyone's pretty happy about that one. And then we had this bad boy here. Tyson Beck and Tyson Fury. Absolutely huge. Two Tysons team up. Double T. Absolutely team. huge. Some big names in here. Giving him the love. There he is, big Tyson. Ooh, I'm G'd up, Dommer, because I've got the exclusive early access with the Collector's Club. This is why you got to be in the Collector's Club, ladies and gentlemen. So, sorry to rub Dan it in. says the Fury is going to be a banger. Yeah, I agree. And I'll be getting one. I'll be making sure I set multiple reminders and everything for the drop date, making sure that that night before set a reminder so I set multiple alarms in that morning and I will be making sure I get one. Ooh, and also, funnily, funnily enough, he was in town. And he's, as we know, Tyson's always been so good to us. Always so good to us. And every time he's here, it's in a fly-in, fly-out, and we never see him. And we only see him at Hobby Hangouts. And we got to the point here at Double Coverage where we cracked the shits with each other. Unfortunately, Saucy had a wedding, so there's a reason why. But I said, I had a dinner, and I said, the dinner, that's good. I'll get there, but I'm fitting this in. I was able to get down to where Tyson was staying, catch up with him uh, over some bevies and have a chat. Uh, it was with a couple mates, um, which was good just to sit there and have a chat to him, talk some cards, but also just talk about life and get to know him away from the hobby as well. Um, he's an awesome guy, and thank you again for giving up some time, obviously, while you've been away. Um to catch up with myself. Uh, as we know, he's a ripper. So he's looking forward to hopefully another hobby hangout getting announced uh, sometime soon. Uh, plans. He's always got plans. As per usual, I ask him and he gives me nothing. So, Peanuts. yeah. So, yeah. He always gives us a little hint. A little hint. He, he Actually, the, the funny, enough, funny enough, 24 hours before... He announced the, the Tyson Fury, or, or uh, not maybe not 24 hours, but sort of once I realized, put the two pieces together, that Tyson Fury was in Melbourne and Tyson was in Melbourne, and I seen it on there on the Grams. I was like, I realized, and I had to message him. And I said, You're signing Tyson Fury, and he gave me a little wink emoji. He didn't still didn't say nothing, just gave me a little wink emoji. Well, a little, I think it was a little eyes, or you know, the wide eyes. Um, but I picked it. I got it before he actually announced it. So I was still happy that I, I put the two pieces, the puzzle pieces together. Uh, one thing I will say was, mate, Dawson Fury was literally in my hood at a, at a boxing gym that is like five minutes from my house. And I didn't even know. I wish I knew because I would have gone down there and tried to get a photo with him. Um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, it, it, it's pretty cool. Uh, he's he's doing amazing things, Tyson, and we'll get him on the show very shortly. You you did yes. uh, word me up on that that you had a chat about that, which will be very good. So yes. look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. He definitely wants to come on, and we will definitely sort that out for him. But we've I forgot to mention that Tyson, but we actually have a plan around the next time we have him on the show. But yes. we've got to try and work out how we're going to do that. So Tyson. I know you listen to this. We will chat about it. Uh, Dan says, 
he's missed out on an order every single time. You've got to be quick, Saucy. He was very, very quick on the um Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. He nailed yeah. it. He got very lucky. Didn't you didn't you say you thought that it didn't process that card? Yeah, I thought it, they they had sold out, but the, the, the autos loaded after the base card. So I thought I'd missed out. So I cracked the shit and just bought like two base cards. And then once I bought the base cards, I went back to the homepage. The autos had loaded. Then I was like, oh shit. And I bought I bought an auto as well. So um yeah, I was able to secure three cards, which was pretty good. Um, I even think, yeah, I even think like you know, if you can't afford the the, the auto, mate, get the base card. Like he, you know, it's not like he 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 puts the base card to a thousand print. I think like the last one was only to fifty five, and there was only three kinds. So out of the you know the, all all the base cards, there's only what a hundred and seventy in the whole print. You know, out of the three designs, so. Um, 165. Jay so says he'll, Jay said he'll send a sign photo if you like. You'll see, he'll send a I'll sign send photo, yeah. You definitely want one of the Messiah, mate. The all come, all the come, can, uh, wow, mate. I've, I've fumbled my words there. I'm, I'm not gonna attempt it because I'm gonna Matt, mark it up again. Matt, uh, Matt says rougher next tennis cards. How about this one, Tyson Beck, Nick Curios collaboration. You, people might like people might else. people might think that won't sell. Well, I'm telling you, it's selling. Sell. It's selling. All right. I'm just putting it out there. Nick, I know you don't listen to this show, but hit him up. Hit him up. So uh, some huge golf news co- uh, coming, guys. PGA and live. Keep us posted. Yeah, Maddie did mention to me something about not a, a big deal with uh, Live Golf and uh, someone that was like a two billion dollar deal. Maddie, chuck it in the in the chat. Who it was? Who you're talking about? Um, Dan so massive to, for Live Golf. It's definitely here to stay. Dan said to Jay, "As long as you give it the Kurtz Card Care Special, take the uh, <laughs> broken tennis rackets on the Curios ones. No, nah, man, you get some good stuff. Yeah, broken tennis rackets." You can have one with a chair umpire sitting there and him like yelling at him. It'd be elite. Him doing the sue in another one that he he's done before. Man, you could have you could do so many things with Curios. Uh, big Nike deal. There you go, Nike. Interesting. All go. right, huge. We'll get into this sauce. You want to get into some uh, high end uh, drop offs? Yeah, in well, the card world. Yeah. We will get into that. I've got, I've got, I've got a few other, I've got a few things to go through. So feel free. We'll start. We'll go there first. Then, All right. We just, we'll quickly it. just go through yeah. some of these stuff. So rare twenty three air dot eight three has done the work for all of us. We just need to uh, sit back and report on it. Really, uh, share screen. Where are we? Window. This bad boy. Bring it up. All right, so what we've got here to people that are listening and not watching, uh, so Tom Brady, championship ticket, BGS 8 with a 10 auto, sells tonight for $324,000. It sold last year for $1.4 million and $1.3 million in back-to-back months. It's a million So they, they, all these auctions almost. ended, I think, last week. Or believe, last week. Uh, this is last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that has sold for a million dollars less. All right. Oh, where are we? Oh, it's because I zoomed in. I probably can't do that. Next one, LeBron Ultimate Auto Rookie BGS 9.5 sells for 36K. 
it's lower than its pre-pandemic price. So it's gone down. Mahomes RPA to five has taken quite the beating. Dropped from 630K to 394K to 288K. And the last sold is now 138,000. BGS pop one of four. None graded higher there out of the five. Interesting. Interesting. There you go. So that's a big drop, almost 500K. We, we, we did always say that when these big sales went through, it's still crazy, ridiculous money for these yeah, top like, cards. Uh, Luca True RPA BGS 9.5 with three color patch for 75K. Ryzen uh, Rare Air says the rise and drop of Luca cards is quite something as these used to go for 350K and many six figure sales. So there you go. 75K on the last one. Uh, I realize pre- he's not getting any help in Dallas. <laughs> yeah. A pristine BGS 10 Tops Chrome X Fractor LeBron rookie, 78K. It sold last year for 312 and then for 116K two months ago. So it's already dropped from 116 to 78. Jeez. Then we've got a LeBron RPA BGS 8.5 with a 10 auto, three color patch plus bold blue auto. Sells for 384K. Sold last year for 1.4 million. And four months ago, sold for 570,000. So it's dropped over a million dollars from last year. And from four months ago, it's dropped a hundred and uh, what's a hundred and 80,000, 86,000. Incredible. That's all of them, Sauce, right there. Wow. That is insane. Uh, Jay, if anyone can tell us about Mahomes cards, Jay says the Paddy won't get paid. It's been in the last two premium auctions for less. So the number on that Mahomes was 138K. So Jay is saying that it went for less than that in the last two premium auctions. Unbelievable, man. And you know what, Doma? This isn't this isn't the bottom. I think it's going to go down more. It's not. It's going to go down more. Things are going to go down more. That you know, um, you got all these fractional. And remember when we talked about how these fractional companies were artificially propping up some of the high-end cards because they're getting all these smaller end customers, you know, buying fractions of it. And that's how they were artificially prop up the price of these high-end cards that should be nowhere near that mark. And um, look, it's it's good to see it coming down. I I hope things do come down. It's a great thing. For for people Um, that are in high-end, it's really bad luck for all of you. But for for us, it's good because when these come down, everything else is going to come down eventually. So we're able to go out and buy what we want. Yeah, actually building box prices to kind PC. of reflect that, to be honest. Need box prices to reflect that. Yeah, yeah. we do. Uh, and, 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 you know, and when you go on, go on. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Dan brought up the Lamello rookie sold for 19K down a shit ton. Just drop that one in there as well. Another one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we had, I had this the discussion with the, the someone about, you know, box prices, and I'm just like, man, it's, 
you know, like, I mean, a box of Prism Hobbies, like a 1200 bucks. And I was like, would I rather have that or would I rather go nearly buy a whole case of some TCG product and you could break that down and you guarantee a certain amount of hits out of the case, you grade the best hits, you might sell them. You probably got more chance of actually buying and selling the TCG cards because you can actually buy a whole case rather than one hobby box, you know? Um, I, I, I think people still forget that a Prism hobby box was a $150 box. It's still 10x what it, what, what it used to be. Now, I understand like when we're not, we're not, we're not going to get down to uh, back to 150 or 210, but man, it should be like 400 bucks, man. Like 400 bucks is like where it should be at. Well, I'll put it this way if, if, WWE, if, if WWE Prism is 400 AUD, Prism Hobby should be 400 AUD, and WWE Prism Hobby should be 150 AUD. It's, it's it's all stickers. It's not even on card. It's all mass printed. Horrendous quality control. What gives it a twelve hundred dollar price tag? What? Nothing. Yeah. Rubbish. Like it's just 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 ridiculous. So look, I I hope that there is a point that 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 does happen. I'm not sure if it does. Um, I'm not sure if it does. But Doma. Without further ado, we'll move into a few things. Off the top of the show, I'm just going to share something up. I'll, I just want to make people aware of this, and I did share it. You may have uh, seen me share it to uh, my story. This event is happening. Do not go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just first and foremost. Do not go. Josh Giddy events coming to Adelaide, Sydney, Melbourne. Do not go. I'm not Josh. Josh Giddy doesn't need your money. Like you know, he doesn't care. But don't go. The event is put on by the same people that ran the Shack event. They were formerly known as the Hour Group. They're now known as 24 Caliber. They are absolutely terrible at organizing events. And they literally just care about the clout that comes with hanging around with these people, making videos for whatever it may be, their YouTube or whatever. Um, they don't care about you as as the consumer who's got paying their heart. And I mean, I think their top package was like nearly 600 bucks. Or something like that comes with an autographed basketball or, or whatever it may be. Um, and then just just be mindful, ladies and gentlemen. I, I know it's exciting to, to be able to go see you know Josh Giddy, but just I don't want anyone to fork out 500 bucks and not get what you paid for, which is a lot happened to a lot of people uh, with the Shack event and um, also a lot of people with the Hasbulla event who you know it, it wasn't uh, was absolutely horrendously run the same, much the same. So, uh, who was run by the same crew. So, uh, yeah, stay away uh, from that event for sure. It is going to be a waste. All right. Now, Doma, we will move on. Uh, we will talk about that one last. Hang on. We'll bring that up a sec. Interesting video here from Ziggy No. Anyone who doesn't know Ziggy, he's uh, another YouTube content creator. Uh, this one talks about he's disagreeing with one of Jeff uh, Wilson's sports card Le Mans uh, videos uh, about, you know, them going back and forth about um, him speaking with Michael Rubin and, and what fanatics can bring. I feel like, you know, it's good to have different viewpoints and, um, you know, like, you know, Ziggy makes a, a very uh, interesting point. Like, you know, Michael Rubin's gone on and talk about, um, talk about the, you know, he wants to get rid of redemptions, but here he is with, he's had his first occasion to actually follow through with that, which was with the Wembayama autographs in the new Topps Bowman first product. And what's in there? Redemptions. 
So it's funny because he talks about wanting to get rid of redemptions, but here he is putting a redemption in the Tops product, which they now own Fanatics. So you think if he wants to get rid of this, that's one thing he could actually fix, um, but he hasn't. So look, it, it poses an interesting point. Uh, he, he talks a lot, a lot of other things. So you make sure you check out this video from Ziggy and he's got a couple, a lot of interesting points. Um, and you know, that, that was just one thing that was as funny and one takeaway that I took from that video. Um, but make sure you check it out for yourselves. And that's in contrast to this video from Victor, the rookie card specialist, uh, who, uh, I checked this out today and he, the title of the video is fanatics. He's trying to monopolize the sports card industry. Um, and he goes in and plays a video from uh, Burbank Cards from Rob, the, car, the self-professed card father, uh, and an interesting you know video that Rob talks about in, in a sense that um, you know maybe you know fanatics coming in and uh, being a disruptor in the industry isn't a bad thing. Um, you know, the, there's so many issues within this industry that have plagued it for so long uh, that that can be addressed. Uh, but uh, will they be addressed? Uh, that's the question that I have. And I'll, I'll go run through a list of things that I'll, that I'll talk about about that in a second um, and, and we'll have a bit of a chat. Um, but, yeah, he goes in and, and just talks about that, you know, maybe a, a disruption in the industry and, and Victor, you know, affirmatizes that point that he had the, the viewpoint that he was very cynical, that the whole monopolizing of what Fanatics is trying to do, which is, let's be honest, from with all the, the power moves they've made to buy out tops, to buy the licenses, to buy PWCC and so on and so on and make all those acquisitions, um, that is a power move. Would you have, would you think, Dom? I would have thought so. They own everything you know? now. So, like, if that is is by them. Is it a bad thing? He seems to think that, you know, Victor, he was in, in, in the boat of, yes, it is a very bad thing. Now he's sort of sitting, it may not be a bad thing on the fence, you know, and a different viewpoint to what, uh, you know, obviously um, Viggy, uh, Ziggy, sorry, had in his uh, video that he talked about. So just op opposing viewpoints and, and a different point of view, and, you know, something to check out from both uh, content creators and, and make your opinion uh, on their points. And it, it swayed me a little bit. Uh, Dom, and that's why I'll go through this list. And there's a few things that I'll, I want to just run through. First and foremost, fanatics, will they be good for the hobby? Will they fix the issues that have plagued the industry, such as, you know, uh, you've got the, in my opinion, game-used, game not enough game-used memorabilia from rookies. That uh, should be fixed. That should be fixed. Like, I don't with understand. Fanatics. With fanatics, you know, that should be fixed. You know, I don't understand. First five games of the season... Those maybe the first within the first 10 games, they should get some of those. If they play summer league, just get them to wear some summer league uniforms. Bang, game, you've got game news, right? Who cares? They play one game of summer league, get them to, to walk on the court for you can literally get them to walk on the court for two minutes, even in the at, at summer league or five minutes a game just to play at summer league to get their uniform. You could get their training, like literally that'll get uniform, fixed. I, I think right? that will get fixed, sourced. I think that one so, will. So that, that one's so. massively. That one's massively. Obviously, the redemptions issue, which people are unhappy with, and look, I, I don't think I actually don't think that will get it fixed. I, that I, won't get know, fixed. I, I feel like it's just going to be too much of an issue for for them, and it will will hold up products. I feel like it will hold up products too much. Um, so I don't think that uh, will get fixed. Um, then also, uh, yeah, the mention about the game used, you know, if they don't fix that, I, I don't understand how the box prices can be at where they're at when there's no game used, isn't there? Like, does that adjust down? Like, I, I just feel like the people 
continue to pay for this rubbish and allow Panini to get away with this. If they continue this trend on with Fanatics, Fanatics will just get do the same thing. You know, do they actually want to fix these issues and make those prices that are charged that they're going to charge actually worthwhile? You know, I feel like this is a step. You know, you'd want to put that game new stuff in there to to be make that step to actually feel like the boxes are worth that much, even though we all know they're, they're most likely aren't. Um, customer service is a massive one. And one that I talked to about a collector who's been in this hobby for over 20 years. And, you know, he just said the customer service you receive from Panini is absolutely horrendous. Like, you know, from tracing up redemptions, um, trying to get in contact with them, you know, emailing week after week after week after week, continuous emails and getting no response. Like he's just like, the customer service is just horrendous. And, you know, is that an, an area that Fanatics is going to, you know, spend funds on? You know, we hear about, um, you know, in, in Ziggy's video, as I mentioned before, he talks about, you know, Fanatics, they're going to spend all this money. They're going to spend all this money. Are they going to spend this money in, in areas that are going to need, you know, addressing that people want things fixed in the hobby or they're just going to spend it on marketing and more production and more marketing to get more people in, to buy more product, to to sell more, to get more revenue and just drain the F out of the licenses. And or they're going to actually elevate the hobby to a, a level, uh, you know, to products and elevate the products uh, to better than what they are now and, and have some more innovative designs, get some more partnerships with guys like, what might be Tyson, what might, might be other designers out there, what might be, you know, and, and get them involved more and stuff like that. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more scope for that things can be done. I don't know. I don't know. This, this is this is all me speaking aloud. If you have thoughts and opinions, we'll put get them to in the, the chat. We'll get the to the chat. We'll get to the chat here quickly. This, if you listen to this later on, make is sure it, you, you chime in. There's a few, there's a few, few things to get to in the chat. We've we just can, got to backtrack a little bit very quickly. First of all, yeah. I just want to say you need to have this conversation now because Doma, what's happened when we've tagged Michael Rubin in stuff on Instagram? Has he not responded and seen what we've written? He has seen it. He has. Whether he takes it on board, I don't know. But he can see that collectors and people uh, who are in, in, enthralled in this hobby and have been collectors for a very long time, you know, and and those concerns, those concerns, ladies and gentlemen, like, that I raised then aren't just my concerns as me who's only been in the hobby for four, five years. These are concerns for people that have been in the hobby for 20 plus years, right? Um, and he also was one of the concerns were, is our little card shops and smaller card shops that, you know, or maybe even smaller breakers that have been breaking for 10 plus years, 15 plus years, um, that might just be a, a little online breaker. You know, are they going to be, have access to product or are, uh, you know, those little small guys going to be shut out, you know? Um, because, Unfortunately, if you monopolize and give it to all the big guys and allow one guy to monopolize certain, you know, certain or certain hobby shops to monopolize things in areas of around the world, it won't be good because then, you know, they're going to control most of the product. They can set a certain price for breaks because they have a majority amount of that set or whatever it may be. I don't know. So there's a lot of things to think of how that's all going to pan out. Distribution, it's, it, it is a lot to think of. Get to Definitely. the comments. All right. Just we're going to backtrack quickly and then we'll get back to everything that's relevant to this. Jay said on that Mahomes, the BGS eight of the same card did 87 grand and was paid. There's no way it's 50 grand more for a grade higher. It was 138 grand for those that may have forgotten. Uh, Dan says TCG uh, Pokemon company printed 9.7 billion cards last year. That's it. It's not, they're not super short printed. Like, 
Each of these chase cards, yeah, there's less of the chase cards than there are the base cards, but there's still a shit ton of them. Uh, Matt Tabe says, got a feeling the Luca Prism 101 will be pulled by the end of the year. Uh, Yeah, by Backyard. Uh, Where are we here? Will Fanatics chase a grading company to buy? I'm pretty sure initially they said that they were going to do grading through their service. Didn't they say Fanatics was going to do that? They were going to have a vault, a marketplace, a grading. They said yeah, all they this stuff all initially. Bodies, yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. yeah they did. So uh, Jay says, the card father, what's wrong with those idiots? Uh, Jay says, Dolma, have you seen the quality of Fanatics jerseys? This company makes rubbish, mate. Cards will be no different. Yeah, but if it says that they were match-worn, I know. But, they got, but the reason why I say this, Jay, is because they've got rights. Like they got rights with all the tops and stuff, and they do all that memorabilia stuff. So it should. What I'm saying is, it should be easier to get match worn stuff. If they're not getting match worn, it's just just them being lazy. But it's all about making money in the end of the day. And it doesn't matter whether they're efficient or lazy. It doesn't matter. People are still going to buy their products. Uh, Dan says redemption's being fixed is a pipe dream. All well and good saying, but it's easier said than done. Players are asshole. Will drag their feet. That's right. Unless they're paying big coin, they are not signing. Matt Tabe says Emily's on stress leave now at the moment at Panini with the customer service with all the redemption stuff. Uh, Jay says you were right. First time marketing products, dollars, collectors, poorhouse. <laughs> uh, I, I, Jay- I feel I feel it's it, it's going down that way. I, that's my yeah. biggest fear. You know, I I just I just can see it. I don't know. James says, how about not selling the redemptions through the back door, Panini? We will get to that in a second. Uh, let's be real. They're a business and 70% the house, 30% the com- consumer. I, I, in my personal opinion, Matt, in my personal opinion, based on like how much a flawless box goes for and how much value you get in a flawless box, the, the way that they're going about like sticker autos now over on-card autos just for – a small amount of products over um, spotlight material in in cards over actually match worn stuff and game worn stuff like all of that in my opinion it's about 85 90% the house and 15 to 10% the community consumer in my opinion that's how much you are all getting rewarded box pro- like everything that's how much you're getting rewarded uh, i think the bg that i think bgs or sgc will be owned by fanatics within the year yep don't don't disagree. New Aussie grading company just came out. What are they called? Black Label. I don't know. Give us give us a name. Maddie. Speaking of getting backdoored, what that fool Wilson bought a Desmond Ritter for twenty grand. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen That's because he is a fool. I know, you, Maddie. You sent me the grading company, but it expired the story before I could even see it. So let us know what's the name of him. Anyway. Back to you, Sauls. We've got through all them. Uh, if there's anything else you need to touch on, I know there definitely is. There's a person in the chat. We're probably going to refer to his video, I'm assuming. Yeah, so the last, the last one we're going to touch on is um, definitely, uh, if you haven't seen, go check out Dan the Cardman's video. Did the Panini employee steal the one-on-one logo man? And he's referencing a one-on-one logo man of Lonzo Ball, Jason Tatum, rookie year. Uh, it's a one-on-one. Um, 
later to be found out that someone had uh, notified his mate that, hey, hey, man, didn't you have a redemption for this one-of-one one logo, man? It actually just sold on eBay for $37,000. Uh, you, you may want to see what's going on. And he's had the the uh, the uh, the redemption out since 2017. And um, check it out. Dan explains a little bit of it. There's a lot to be you know, explained here from Panini. Like, what the hell is going on? You know, the, the guy whose redemption it was had it, you know, lodged since 2017, and it's and the card is has been signed and has now been sold online. And that guy's said he's gone out and and, and you know he's bought it at a card show, and uh, now they're trying to backtrack on their story. It's a, oh. it's a bit funny, you know. You hear about these and and like, well, the, obviously the card's stolen. There's, there's, you know, for that card to still be in the... And it's funny because you go into your Panini account and it shows you the redemptions you've got outstanding. So it would show there in his Panini account. Oh. He's, got, he's got that redemption there. So clearly it's been stolen. Like Source. something's happening. It's been it's been backdoored. Right? And it just it yeah. just makes you... It just makes you wonder, Dom, when those boxes go out in Immaculate and Flawless and, and, and NT and anything, anything, any, any product, encased, whatever the fuck it is. Do they have all the cards in the checklist in them? Do they? Source? I'm not surprised. You know why I'm not surprised? Because a month and a half ago, or two months or a month, I can't remember the timestamp on when it happened. You brought up on this show, in Hobby Talk, the guy that stole all the Pokemon inserts. All of them. And was selling him at a show because he's a Lamon. Like, where you, there's no chance you got the greatest pull rate in the he- history of fucking Pokemon card collecting. So you're telling me if an employee can do that at that company, that it's never happened at Panini. Come on, man. When there's money to be made, you get shady people and they do shady stuff. And I tell you what, that person, like some of those cards, if they take them and sell them, is more than what some of these people would probably earn annually in their job at Panini. So it doesn't surprise me that people would, like desperate times, desperate measures, people do stupid shit and they get caught out. Like, <laughs> what? It's called Ben ICG. I've got to bring this up. No, uh, some of the... No, 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 no. For me, I'm not, I'm not giving them free promo. Some of those high-end products uh, are hand-packed too. Not many others talk to that point. Yeah, well, funnily enough, we spoke about this, Dan, as well. I agree. We agree with you. We spoke about the fact that when you you had your hobby news and um, was it the, the post-it note came out or the card? You know, when they were ripping it and they had the blank card and it had like one of one like insert here or whatever it was and it yeah, wasn't actually in the, in the product. We actually spoke we spoke about that and then we referred it back to Backyard Breaks getting those big hits. And we said that Panini would have a spreadsheet. Like we we can see we the problem is we take them as if to be these dumb, a dumb organization that all they care about is money. You know what I mean? That's what the hobby takes Panini for. But they would have spreadsheets and they would have serial numbers on boxes as to where the big one-on-one hits and the big hits of the product are going. Like, straight up. They know. They know. Like, they're not stupid. They uh, too much money for it not to be plausible for them to funnel cards to people. Jay says, hand-packed, hand-delivered. 
Uh, Matt says, I did school holiday work, apricot cutting. I might've taken a few home. <laughs> uh, Panini is as dodgy as a car boot sale in Doveton at the moment. Yeah. The placeholder card. Yep. That's exactly right. Like that was the hint. And then everyone just goes, Oh, you know, there was just a stuff up on the manufacturing and the, nah, come on, man. Just keep giving them a pass and it'll continue to be. 90 90% house, 10% consumer. Uh, Jay said, Damn, my buddy owns team coach. He gives sets to mates. Of course, Panini and others give stuff to whomever, whoever, whomever they please. Wish I worked at Panini. I'd ask for a triple logo man of someone. Udonis Haslam. Yeah. He's, he's, won, he's, won, he's won three times. Yeah. Yeah. Dan says, Send me a one on one, Panini, please. I want a Michael Muscala one one. Ask nice enough and you shall receive. Yeah. Well, there you go. Interesting stuff. Anything else on their source on your agenda? You got anything else? Nah, that's that's everything. Do, do us a favor. Grab grab you got two team coach packets there. Just rip two packets, mate. Come yeah, on. Yeah, all right. In, in, all right. In, in honor of in, in honor of Jay's friend at Team Coach. Sorry. Oh, actually, I've got hits I can show as well for Team Coach. Oh, yeah, you opened some packs, did you? Yeah, just cleaned up. All right, I got a... Uh, there you go, best and first. You got that one, Donna? Oh, yeah, Jive. No, don't. There Jive you go. Simpkin. All right, there you go. We'll add that to your pile. I've got a bunch of Essendon cards as well to give you. Gold packs go. on the way, says Matty T. I got an Archie Perkins. Archie Perkins. Like it. And then I got a Scanlens. Unfortunately, it's not the... It's the round edges, Donner. It's the round edges. It's the round edges. And I got a Jack McRae Craft. Craft. That's it, mate. That's it. There you go. Dan says, 11 might be making their way to my channel for an interview shortly. Oh, no. Oh, no. Who have you got coming on? Oh, no. oh dear. So, because so you be, you've got packets there, you'll be able to give the the pack chances. Yes. So, fantasy duos of Jezza and Tomahawk. So, fantasy duos there. One in 72 packs. One in 72. I'll be honest with you. This was off 18 packs, Source 18 packs. This is what I pulled. So it's not bad. One in 70, 72 right. packs. So I pulled that. Best and fairest gold. Chad Warner, Callum Mills, James. One in seventy two packs. One in seventy two packs. Just remind you, this is off eighteen packs. I pulled a Bailey Fritch Magic Wall card. Is that, is that silver? Is it? No, just a wild card. Uh. Wild card. Yes. I think I believe that's one in 36 packs. Yep. And then Roxy. And then I hit this source. A gallery wild card of Dustin Martin. Dustin Martin. That's unbelievable. One in 432 packs. Of 18 one pack every, source. Of mate, that is a big haul for 18 packets. That is that is just over that is about half a box. That's ridiculous. 
That is unbelievable. That's a great haul. There's literally half a box you've got in that. Just ridiculous stuff. Uh, now, they didn't all come out of the same box from the same place. They were mo- like no, few, uh, some out of one box from another place. I reckon, it was, I reckon it was out of three different boxes. Okay. See, that's, uh, that's why I don't mind going around buying eight to ten right. packets of like one box and then go to another 7-Eleven or, you know, another servo and buy another eight to ten packs. You don't know what's going to happen. Jay says, sound spicy who? Got a few SNN North cards for us. Is Adam, you're a legend. Matt Tape says, what channel, Jay? Link, please. That'll be Dan's channel. I'm assuming. Keep it on the down low, but it'll be spicy one. Still working through the details. No holds barred on the questions. We like Lots hear. of talk around tops going for the NRL license when it's up. Again, I wonder if they'll try for the AFL. Well, they've just produced their NBL. I have seen the NBL cards have finally been released, Donna. I don't know if you, you want, if you can, if we, I don't know if we should have brought that up, but regardless, we're running out of time anyway. So we'll, we'll I'm just keen to, uh, Dan, keeping it on the down low, working through the details, no holds barred. He said there'll be lots of talk around tops going for the NRL license when it's up again. It can't be the, um, try for the AFL. What, Fanatics? Oh, they bought, they're in tops, don't they? He's getting Ruben on. Is he coming on? Not Ruben. I don't know. Anyway, look yeah. forward to it, Dan. Looking forward to it. Make me small. He said a lemon. We haven't given Ruben a lemon. No, no, no. He's saying he's going to get a lemon for the interview that he does. Oh. We're going to give. I don't think that's what he's Dan, saying. Dan, Dan said the lemon is a proper lemon. It's it's not Jeff Wilson, is it? Oh, that's what I was thinking. The or the great. No, it can't be. The you greatest. No, you can't. You can't get that. You can't, Dan. Honestly, honestly, Dan, if you actually get him, I would rather you get the other. Uh, Mr. Hello himself. Hello. Tops, Tops is desperate. What's next? Hungarian midget wrestling cards. <laughs> I'm telling you, mate, it's going to be bare knuckle fighting. Bare knuckle. Adam receiver. says Uncle Kenny. Uncle Kenny. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Oh, we're excited for this, Dan. We could we could be guessing all, all about himself. All uh, Uncle Kenny's getting sued, actually, funny enough. Jay says, get Sean on Dan. Yeah, show him him Shoe Shine Bob Instagram page. (laughs) You know I'm going to look it up on my thing here before we go. Uh, I don't know if there's been any new additions. I don't know. Shoe Shine Bob Mustafa. Whoever came up with that is hilarious, man. (laughs) There is. This uh, one was, I don't think this one was on here last time. Hang on. <laughs> really? Come on. Was this one on here? Hang on, show me. Give <laughs> 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 it Uncle Kenny. 
<laughs> do the crime. Do the time, baby. Oh. Uh, Appreciate yeah. the tag. What's up, guys? NICG, new grading company. Well, we're going to check you out. We always check out everyone. Imperial card grading, I think it is. Okay, there we go. Right? I think the, that cool. jacket looks Le Mans, says Matt. Have a look how shiny it is. It looks like gold dust. It looks like fucking gold <laughs> dust. He <laughs> definitely <laughs> likes the dust, mate. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. What are you into, Maddie? I'm into import export. <laughs> oh, what a lemon. Oh, shoe show and Bob. There you go. Six followers, Mustafa, the gun. Greatest account oh, of all time. Man. Oh, that's us, lads. I still can't believe the, how, the story, how I found that. Come account. on, mate. Come on. All through Instagram. Oh. His wrestling name would be Snowflake, says Dan the Card. <laughs> Scroll down further. <laughs> White line fever going on with you, Sean Bob. <laughs> I'm peeing my pants, says Jay. <laughs> Goldust. What did Goldust just do? Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he used to do. It's just, oh, it's just perfect for him. It's just perfect for him. Oh, oh, oh great. Oh, unbelievable. All right, I'm <laughs> done. I've done. This is how you know we're getting right towards the end of the pod. When it's this is how you know. Area. This is how you know we're heading towards Rumble. This is how you know. <laughs> Catch us on Rumble. Make sure you subscribe. <laughs> do the crime, do the time, baby. That's exactly right. Do the crime, do the time with Uncle <laughs> Kenny. Oh, and on that note, thanks everyone for tuning in. It's Thank always you. a blast when you're in the chat. You guys are legends. So Thank you for the support. Keep living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the Great Man Sauce. It's double coverage. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.